Mr. Mr. Give me the news. I got a bad case of minding the way you're behaving. Welcome back to The Cellar. We are The Cellar Dwellers. My name is Sam, and I'm joined, as always, by my faithful filial relation, Chris. Chris, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm pumped. I've had an extended pre-season. Uh, I've had um, an extended mid-season. Yeah. yeah. Took, well, I've, we're I've, back in time for the finals, so that's what matters. Yeah, right? Oh. No, it's, uh, it's February. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, uh, Hawthorne won again. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. So I don't think we missed much. Uh, Who came last? Uh, Carlton. Yeah, I made I made like my favourite team and just uh, stopped trying halfway through and just gave up on both this venture and the, and the footballing world. Um, but we are back. We're back like we left something. Um, and this is a podcast which is dedicated to the best of the worst of AFL football. Uh, it's primarily nonsense. Neither of us are particularly knowledgeable about football, but we are extremely stupid. I think um, I think you're overselling it um, when you say particularly knowledgeable. Um, we have we have limited experience and attention spans, so the the combination of those will result in um, some some general uh, mistakes and uh, general uh, uh, you know discussion that goes nowhere. And I think um, you know, we'll be in for a fantastic ride. And that's this, what the people want. Season. That's yeah. what the people want. Yeah. Uh, Look, yeah. enough of this. Enough of this. You know, triple premiership winning coaches and uh, premiership captains and uh, Luke Darcy. Uh, no. Uh, no, enough of them. I think the no. public have said no, thank you to experience. Um, you they know, want an we're, the, we're following Donald Trump's footsteps here. As always, mm. we're going to deal from strength, and what we're going to deal with is some steaming hot takes about terrible yeah. things in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and that's in the weeks to come. Um, we had planned on doing a podcast uh, before footy came back, but then preseason started, and who knows why that happened. But that's um, not really football. I think no, that's fine. not really football. Um, we'll have some thoughts about the preseason, maybe, at some point, but even for us at this point, it's a bit of a struggle to care, but it's good to see... Players running around on the field, kicking, trying to kick a ball through big sticks, getting mm. super goals. Super uh, goals. But in the meantime, uh, let's get into something really very stupid. Well, no, it's not stupid. I think you're underselling it. Um, I think uh, look, we all know that morale is a critical component um, of maintaining the run through the football season. Sure, you can talk about skill. You can talk about the injury list. A game plan, but when game it comes plan. down to it, it's the will to win. And what influences the will to win? Well, you might say, um, and I, I think we've got a strong basis for this, that the team nickname is is really the the critical component. Let's accept that that's true. Welcome to the what if teams were comprised of the thing their nickname is bracket twenty sixteen. Well, folks, the premise behind this is quite simple. Um, my dear co-host has created a randomised draw of team nicknames. Um, 
and over the next four weeks before football comes back, uh, we're going to talk about the matchups and we're going to break down uh, who would win in a contest between teams, AFL teams comprised exclusively of uh, the uh, entity, creature, concept captured by that team's nickname. Mm, um, mm. And we've got some great matchups coming up, and I'm sure there's, you know, this is a sort of source of many a heated pub debate. Uh, but we feel that having had this debate now probably for about oh, a decade. A de- uh, at least. Maybe uh, Chris, you know, three <laughs> maybe, decades. Maybe longer. Chris and I are, are very well placed to provide authoritative mm, views mm, on what mm, the outcomes mm. of these matchups would uh, be. Objective and uh, meticulous analysis. Uh, well-researched, mm, uh, philosophically mm, sound mm, uh, understandings of, of how this is going to go down. Some basic ground rules. We have to discard the concept of whether or not uh, a, te- a, a creature can conceptually move the ball, although that mm, still that matters, its effectiveness on the field. You're limited to the actual number of players which are allowed on the field at any one time of your uh, of the particular creature or entity. Yeah, it's uh, basically what if what if the game of AFL, as it stands today, was played by that that creature or entity. Um, you know, envision it in your head and uh, and and just think of those matchups and and see who would win. That's pretty much it. So, if mm. to to make it very clear, uh, you can only have eighteen magpies on a on the field um, mm. Mm. At, at one mm. point. That so, would be a concerning number of magpies. I'm not. I'm not very pleased if I come across eighteen no. magpies at any point of time, no. including including uh, Collingwood football players. Uh, let's. Well, I think that's called a. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is edited out. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly apologise to the Collingwood Football Club. You retract that statement. I unreservedly do. Mm. Um, let's get straight into it, Chris. Our first matchup out in what we will call division, creatively division one. Yeah. Uh, our first matchup in your randomized generator is mm. the Western Bulldogs against the Collingwood Magpies. Yeah, now, now that's a tough one. Quite a simple I've got one. To say. Yeah. yeah. So you've got twenty-two. We'll, we'll take the Bulldog as being uh, a purebred creature, incapable mm. of breeding mm. itself. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, and let's assume that the trainers are assisting with that so that they can field a team each year. Correct, correct. Mm. So the, 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 the creatures also, the, another important ground rule, of course, this is that the creatures fundamentally understand the objective of the game <laughs> and are attempting to score in accordance with the rules. So so let's go, I think there's an immediate disadvantage uh, to the Magpies in mm. that a single player uh, for mm. their team can't pick up the ball. Uh, yeah, but the question, the question you've got to ask is, how aggressive are they going to be? Because... You know, um, I feel like a magpie would be a, a, a defensive uh, expert, oh, certainly very, very ter- territorial. Uh, and if you do, if you do come anywhere near the pill, uh, you're copying yeah. it in the eye. That's um, right. And and bulldogs, you know, they don't have the best uh, the best you know uh, reach. Certainly not going to be in the marking contest. Um, but oh, I've got to say, it's a tough one. If you rule out the ability for the dogs to just um, eat the birds, I don't think you can. <laughs> you don't think you can. I mean, because fundamentally, if, if if a bulldog, even if you kill an opposing player, right, let's mm. say that that happens, mm. uh, uh, that player's also out. You can't just <laughs> bring someone out of the stands. You can't have another magpie fly in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's say you kick them off the field. Uh, yeah, let's say, 
you know. Which I'm see, not sure you'd have to. I don't. I don't necessarily agree. I don't know. With well, look, that. Yeah. What, from what we've seen, um, yeah. based on Barry Hall's career, um, the general rules of law don't apply on the football. That's field. right. So, That's right. Yeah, I think no. The dogs would be well within their rights to just murder them. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I agree. I agree completely. I, I actually think it's advantage bulldogs at that point. The moment mm, there's a mm. there's a uh, there's a stoppage. Uh, mm. The moment there's a throw in, those bulldogs mm. are just going to wrap up, lock down, and chew. Mm. Um, and Collingwood, even if it was able to get three magpies flying in coordination to carry the ball away <laughs> through the goals, um, uh, I think in the end the body part, the body count. Oh, I guess, mm. I can't, oh maybe I'm wavering here though because. If the, if the bulldogs are, are taking, are just literally murdering the, the magpies, and the magpies are taking the eyes out of the dogs. Yeah. No magpies. I've got to go magpies. I've You've changed. Got to go. Oh well, uh, I think I'm with you there. I think um, yep. the, the the speed, maneuverability, and defensive capabilities of the magpies yes. um, will will carry the day. Plus plus scoring potency. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. they have to bounce the ball every every fifteen meters, but uh, uh, they'll manage that somehow. Yeah, they'll no. get they'll get that together. They're fine. All right, magpies uh, are through. Our our next matchup uh, is between the demons of Melbourne and the Tigers mm. of Richmond. Mm. Now, I think there's an important thing here, which is to say, Tigers. It's fairly easy to understand. Let's assume that they're mm. Bengal Tigers, are mm. very large cat. Yeah, Siberian, you know, they, they, yeah. you know, you pick a variety of tiger. Yeah. You're talking 200 kilos of claws, teeth, and a will to murder. Um, and I think uh, that has been sorely lacking from the Richmond lineup um, to date. But uh, for the fantasy round that we're engaging in, let's just assume, you know, 22 um, tigers who are willing to work in a team. That's mm. right. Mm. Uh, and mm. and that's, that would be, in any other matchup, I think that'd actually be quite competitive competitive but the mm. next thing to say is well the demons well that's mm. you know they're, they're represented a, a, as satan but that's really only one demon yeah um yeah i'd be particularly interested to see if asag the sumerian demon could get a run yeah uh yeah asag's a demon that causes sickness and you say well lots of demons cause sickness what separates him out mm. uh well asag in in sumerian mythology uh has had sex with all of the mountains in the world <laughs> and gave birth to a litter of rock demon offspring right, that defend interesting. him. Interesting. He's also he's also unbelievably and grotesquely ugly, uh, such that his very presence causes fish to be boiled alive in rivers and lakes and or lakes to be uh, thrown from viewing distance. Uh, that so, is that is a that is a powerful demon. The question is, do tigers have a conception of beauty? Um, and I'm not I'm not so sure that they do. Um, I, I agree, but if a dude can have sex with a mountain... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. I mean, no, well, any dude can have sex with a mountain. You just find a crevice and go at it, right? Like, <laughs> it's not that difficult. Also also known as a Collingwood night out on the town. <laughs> uh... I would be interested in, you know, are, are we talking... Um, are we talking Dantalian? You know, here's the quote. The 71st spirit is Dantalian. He is a duke, great and mighty, appearing in the form of a man with many countenances, all men's and women's faces. He hath a book in his right hand. His office is to teach all arts and sciences, sciences unto any, and to declare the secret counsel of anyone, for he knoweth the thoughts of all men and women. Now, that is a tactical genius. Are you getting now, past Dantalian? I, I, I very If he much turns doubt. up looking like Brett Rosebery and bounces the ball... <laughs> 
<laughs> just you're in trouble. Free key for, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think also finally for for me, I think Agares could get a a, a, a Guernsey for for mm. the demons. Mm. Um, uh, Agares is a male demon that makes those who run stand still. Oh. Now that's that's a very good feature to have as a full mm. forward. Mm. Uh, if you're mm. leading out and literally the person defending you just is rock solid in the goal square. Yeah, that's an easy goal. He's also uh, a... Now, there's a slight disadvantage. He's a pale, elderly man but <laughs> has the advantage of riding a crocodile. Oh, now, I don't think he could allow the crocodile onto the field. Well, well I think the crocodile's part of him. I think he is an elderly man riding a crocodile. Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. He also has a, a, a either a hawk four or on his fist. Mm. So he's sort of... He's a real... He's a real well, I think, I think we're, we're pretty clear then. Um, as much yeah. as the Tigers, uh, you know, have had the wood over the demons for most of their history, um, you do have to have to peg the demons as winning that matchup. Uh, I think, uh, unlike what might happen during the season uh, proper, <laughs> in in this matchup, the the clear spiritual advantage goes to the demons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, do you want to introduce our next matchup? Yeah, sure. Well, we, we've got um, uh, the GWS Giants up against the St Kilda Saints. Now, again, we run into a similar issue where we're dealing with two mythical uh, beings here. Um, giants being a, uh, a commonly used word for monsters of human appearance, but with a prodigious size and strength. Um, and obviously, saints, you know, uh, a religious term for a devout, um, a devout person blessed by God. So yes. you kind of got to wonder, can a saint defeat a giant? It's going to depend again. I think it's. I think team selection is going to have a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd hazard a guess that probably uh, as much as that Saint Simon Stalites um, probably not going to get a run, considering no. that he simply sat on a pillar sixty feet tall for twenty years. <laughs> as much as that resembled Carlton's defensive game plan last year, that's probably <laughs> not. Uh, and you know, shows excellent focus and concentration. It doesn't show a great deal of. Uh, Maneuverability. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, Slate Saint Vladimir of Kiev, uh, a man of hundreds of concubines, multiple wives from around the world, mm. uh, and a leader of a crusading army, mm. um, he could be a shot against a really big dude. But I mean, really big dudes are very big and usually very good at football. Yeah, yeah. Now we're not talking. We're not talking a disciple here, and that is a that is a key key element. What we're talking yes. is. Um, basically, regular regular people who are extremely devout. Contrary contrary to the St Kilda Saints' actual uh, mascot and mm. apparent portrayal mm. of themselves, there is actually a difference between an angel and a saint. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, if if of course St Kilda could summon the heavenly host to, <laughs> well, you've, got to you've got to imagine that's a distinct and, possibility. Twenty two twenty two saints and, on a field, uh, you know. The old man in the sky is going to take an interest. And furthermore, if if, if the, the conception of saints is true, then really you've got to start thinking about, well, the players who, who thank uh, a divine entity, who thank mm. God for, mm. for their good mm. luck and for their performance, that team's really actually to onto something at this point. Uh, and in a 50-50 contest, in, a, in every... Which, which way is the ball going to bounce? You've got to think it's going to bounce in Kilda's way. Yeah. However, however, if we look at giants... Historically, they are in conflict with gods. Um, mm. So they've probably got a decent amount of practice at this. 
Um, you know, famous... yeah, because we're talking some some Nordic ice giant. Yeah, or you know, uh, Goliath, probably the most famous yes. of the giants. Big, um, big. <laughs> made the giants get it probably a good chance to make the giants team of the millennia. Yeah, yeah, you got to suggest, uh, and and the Cyclops, you know, he would be yep. in there. Um, although depth perception, not a not a real strength, but um, very good in the ruck. Very <laughs> single minded. Um, and of one vision. Um, so, you know, and yeah. th- they, let's further, further, the Giants do have a propensity to just eat people. That's true. Um, and we've spoken previous, and and Saints have a tendency to get eaten. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've got to give this to the Giants. Yeah. Win yeah. for the Giants. Nicely done. Nicely done, boys. Probably, probably one of the few wins. Um... Uh, they will get this season, but um... how, oh, how dare you, Dylan Shield <laughs> himself uh, is a very small, big man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, are you looking forward to another bicycle kick? I am. I want. I mean, it's such, such a sledge of his uh, a possible future saint himself, Jeremy Cameron. I can't believe you do that. Yeah, well, Pat, yeah. Pat, patron saint of the Cellar Dwellers podcast, Jeremy Cameron. Um, yeah. Okay. So to round out to round out Division One. Um, we get to our final matchup, and, and I think this is possibly the most clear cut uh, that we're going to have today. Um, the Essendon Bombers up against the Adelaide Crows. Give me the Bombers. Yeah, I think look, you would suggest that the Bombers' ability to uh, attack from, from 10,000 feet um, is going to um, cause the Crows some issues. However, the relatively short takeoff strip of an AFL field may cause some concern. Uh, a drone can drop a bomb. Yeah, right, done. Bombers so, it is. Bombers it is. Yeah. Uh, crows are quite smart, but are overall a pretty shitty bird. <laughs> yeah, they're not that they're powerful, probably, but... Um, I think, just just as a general comment, they're probably the most shit bird of the AFL team nicknames. Uh, I don't know, because we get over to Division 2, and... Um, well, let's start at the top of Division 2 then, who yeah. I think surely must be the other nominee. <laughs> yeah, the other We've nominee. got a matchup between the, the Sydney Swans and the Geelong Cats. Let's just pause then for a moment. Swans versus Crows. I will not fuck with the Swan. <laughs> <laughs> they are aggressive. But, uh, you know, generally, you know, generally only British, work in pairs. Um, the British closed train station platforms due to aggressive geese. Uh, and a, a swan, swan is, is just much, a goose <laughs> with a longer <laughs> reach. Longer reach. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I think that 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 is the matchup that we are all dreaming um, would happen, uh, but we've got to deal with the cards that we've got in front of us. You, you made the cards. I, no, the randomised number function in my Excel sheet made the cards. So blame Microsoft. Blame I always do. Yeah. Um, so first matchup in Division Two. Swans and Cats. Chris, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm biased here, but I'm going to go with the Cats. Um, I think that the, the question that you've... And the only question in it is is what are the Geelong Cats representing? Because we do have a number of big cats within the AFL, which would suggest to me that the Geelong Cats um, are merely representing the, the house cat variety. At the very... At the, at the largest end of the scale, you could say a feral cat or bobcat. Uh, they are they are from Geelong. It's a feral cat. Yeah, it's a feral cat. Yeah, it's r- a bit rough around the edges. Um, quite big, still potentially quite big, but yeah. not as big as not as big as a lion. No, no, certainly not. Um, 
and a swan um, while aggressive. Uh, I've seen footage of a cat um, be extremely aggressive, and you you would have to uh, give give it on points. Oh, and, to and, and furthermore, swans very slow on land. Yeah, yeah, and that's real. Going to be a real team speed issue. Yeah, yeah. So unless uh, it's a really really wet day. Um, You'd have to suggest. Uh, that do the, the cats... swans have if the, if the swans had home field and could play it lit- the match literally in a lake? <laughs> they'd be a, yeah, they'd, they'd be a good chance. They'd do all right, but on the MCG in, in a, on a on a crisp clear day in September, yeah, no, uh, give give me the cats. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you want to uh, drop us into our next match up there, Sam? Yeah, it's uh, it's my team, the Carlton Blues. Uh, against the Fremantle Dockers. Now, this is a very tough matchup to tell what, because... Uh, this is what probably the, the is... hardest the hardest uh, conceptual um, nickname to work around in the what-if uh, teams were comprised of the thing their nickname is, bracket 2016. Because what is blues? Is it the colour? Is it depression? Is it the music? Is it all of the above? Uh, Sam, what are, what are your thoughts? Look... Historically, it related to the colour of jerseys worn by the mm. Carlton Football Club. That's original. Yeah, well done by them. Yeah. Uh, I choose to disbelieve that and believe it is the metaphysical concept of the music of Miles Davis. <laughs> okay. So the que- the question is, how likely are dock workers from Fremantle to uh, to get into the music of Miles Davis? Very. <laughs> very. <laughs> it's very good. Have you been to Fremantle? I have. Not a lot played there at the moment, and that's because they fear it. <laughs> they fear it's soothing it's soothing allure. They've heard of this matchup. They, it just causes them to stare off into the distance yeah. and wistfully wonder about lost loves. Yeah, they look out over the sea. On the, on the other hand, uh, the blues, as a, as a music genre, not great at moving the ball. No, uh, sound waves. Sound. sound waves. Sound waves could potentially move the ball, but uh, I think you're really going to struggle against actual physical mm-hmm. uh, momentum mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and physical uh, existence. The, the darker interpretation of Carlton, of course, would be to say that they are literal clinical depression. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, uh, one of the the, the more powerful uh, teams on display um, in the yeah. AFL. You, you would have to suggest that. Um, you know, they could infect almost all of the teams with clinical depression, um, which, as we know from uh, from poor Buddy Franklin, is a um, uh, debilitating disease that may leave them unable to 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 front a team. Yeah, um, and particularly particularly if you're talking about dock workers, um, you know, a, a, a demographic that has borne the brunt of economic and social change over the last hundred years. Um, Certainly, the jobs have have uh, have dried up, um, and been left uh, flapping around on land. Um, that that is a that is a team ripe for depression. Also, being in Western Australia. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sadly not their fault. But uh, if I mean, if that was the case, then yeah, I think Carlton would be a chance. But even then, really going to struggle to score. Mm. Really going to struggle to score. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless but the other team. They are up against the Ross Lyon team. So. Yeah, they are. So it's even then a, sing- a single point to any opponent would mm. doom Carlton. Mm. So mm. in any circumstance, even if the other team uh, was able to just simply field one particularly uh, emotionally stable human being, 
uh, yes, they would they would still be defeated. Yeah, defeated with antidepressants. So That's I'm, right. I'm going to suggest That's right. the that club, um, the club doctor rides to the rescue. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got to give it to the dockers in spite the of the um, the obvious advantages um, that Carlton bring to the table. All right, Chris. Uh, second last mm. of the matchups. Uh, bird on bird action. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Hawthorne Hawks West Coast Eagles grand final rematch. Uh, who you got? Well, I, I've got um, I've got to say the Eagles for this one. You know, uh, Hawks fastest in the world, maybe. But um, look, an eagle is a lot bigger than a hawk. Um, it's a lot more uh, powerful. Um, they are a, a violent and high flying animal. Um, I, I, I've got to suggest that they'll they'll take the crown. Uh, I think there's something to be said for the for the speed of the Hawks. Mm. Uh, you know, that's not a. I wouldn't want to count them out straight away, but let's uh, let's hold our horses slightly mm. Mm. Uh, on just giving the game away to the Eagles. You know, uh, on the other hand, you're quite right. Uh, I have to imagine it's a team of beautiful, magnificent bald mm. eagles. I know there's Aussie the eagle, which they have fly around at games and things like that, but uh, mostly Australian eagles are a bit naff. Uh, and so I'd much prefer a Trumpian eagle. Uh, an American bald uh, eagle. An American bald mm. eagle. Mm. Uh, and by pure magnificence alone, they'll get the, they'll get the umpire's calls, and, I, and I'd favour them to go through uh, bigger, stronger than, mm. the, than the, your average hawk and able to keep up in the air as well. Uh, so give me the Yeah, I, I'm, you know, unlike last year's grand final, um, I think it's eagles all the way. Okay, then, final matchup. Uh, the Lions of Brisbane against the Kangaroos of North Melbourne. Yeah, look, I think this is another fairly easy one. Um, you're talking about a, uh, a, a docile um, marsupial grass eater. Um, so they'll be well fed on the turf of the MCG up against um, uh, 150 to 200 uh, plus kilos um, razor sharp claw pack hunter. Um, I I don't think there's um, there's much of a contest here, sadly. I could not disagree more. <laughs> oh, and what you what you failed to account mm. for here is that what we're talking about here is a sport which is still based on gender divides, mm. and you are not talking about a, a pack hunting group of uh, lionesses. Mm. You are talking about eighteen different male lions trapped within the MCG. They've got no team spirit whatsoever. They're inside each other's territory. The infighting would be horrendous. Uh, there's no way that they're going to be able to work together on that basis. Uh, the, the the lions would fall apart completely. Furthermore, the speed of the kangaroos across the ground, plus they're the only animal which fundamentally could carry a football. <laughs> they have a, uh, they've got a native and in, uh, a, a native backing into the sport, yeah. uh, and 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 a, you know they don't have to. Uh, they might lose a few members and the like, but they're very quick. They'll be able to jump into the into the into the contest and, and hopefully stay clear of the claws, or they can just try and play clean up as the lines ineptly try and move the ball down the field. Uh, I think there's actually a real chance here for for some uh, uh, team play from a pack of male boomers. Uh, I uh, would suggest uh, that even if they could team play. Uh, you're not going to be outpacing a lion that well. Um, 
Uh, I think um, a lion can run at uh, 35 miles per hour. So what's that? That's fifty six kilometers an hour. That's that's quite fast. Um, a red cam kangaroo, the largest of the kangaroos, is um, uh, able to to sprint. Are you talking about a male lion here, though? Yes, I am. Yep. Um, so their top speed is is seventy kilometers an hour. So while that's that's quite quick, um, you'd have to suggest that. Uh, you know, not quick enough um, to. Uh, I think lions are lions are not endurance mm, animals. This is a four mm. quarter game. Uh, they'll wear down. They'll go have a lie down, uh, as is their want. Um, they'll just chill in the shade for a while and uh, not care because that's basically what they mm. do. Not a, not a fundamentally competitive animal as an apex predator. Oh, uh, no, I I disagree. Um, I, dis I disagree. You know, lions have intense infighting. Um, oh, here we go. Look, I'm using the I'm using the um, what's got to be the definitive website for this speedofanimals.com. That is a real website, uh, listeners, um, and uh, they are saying that the top speed of a of a lion is 80 kilometers an hour. That's got to be a female lion. And are you are you so are you saying that a female lion could not compete in the sport of AFL? Oh, I think they'd be much more effective than a male lion. I just think they would they'd be prohibited on the basis of the rules. Oh, so it's got to be male. It's got to be. What male do you lions. do for what do you do for uh, for teams that don't have a gender? Well, then they're fine. Mm, I'd I'd suggest that gender genderless like a bomber, for instance. Like the saints, for instance, you'd only be picking from the male saints or the, the identifiably male demons. Mm. Male bulldogs. No, that's fine. This, this is, it's, just, it's just the unfortunate hand that Brisbane being dealt, much like trading for Brendan Favola. Mm. Um, so the other thing I'd say is, though, so let's see as I've now, I have to have navigated to <laughs> Speed of Animals. That's a great website. And whoever, it was, whoever has hid this from me previously. <laughs> um, you will know uh, my fury. You will know yeah. my fury. So, lions just can't keep that speed up for long periods. They are neither can kangaroos, though. Yeah. So oh, a kangaroo is a a big, strong, long traveling animal. Yeah, but they can't look. They can't move it at um, at slow speeds very well. They can't uh, move backwards at all. Um, they just have to hop in place and turn around. So they're not doing back running leads or anything like that. Um, they... A kangaroo can sustain a speed of forty kilometers an hour for nearly two kilometers. Yep, and that bully for them. Uh, very happy for them. Um, I'm seeing long energy. searching leads up the wing. Yeah, <laughs> catching yeah. the ball in the pouch. But all the lines would have to do is flood the back line, and then they're they're stuffed. <sighs> Super goals. Yeah. Super goals. I don't think. Um... I don't think super goals are involved. I think this is a, a regular, other than the um, the menagerie we have involved, uh, this has got to be a regular game of AFL. Uh, well, we've got to, so let's then go into some other things, just to check who's going to be, which of the creatures are going to be more motivated by the jersey that they're wearing. There's got to be Advantage Lions, those Fitzroy-based yeah. jerseys yeah. Uh, still, still look excellent. 
and, the, and the problem with the the, and the, the North, North Melbourne Jet. one is that the roofs are behind bars. So that's right, and it looks it looks extremely shithouse. All right, I'll uh, over objection. I'll relent and and let the lions through. You're a smart man. Uh, that's never been said to me before. <laughs> it's not something I'm often accused of. A uh, fair and just man. To recap, the what if teams were comprised of the thing their nickname is bracket 2016. What do we have in Div 1? In Division 1, we have uh, Magpies over Bulldogs in a close one, uh, Demons over Tigers, uh, Giants over Saints, Bombers over Crows, uh, and then out in Division 2, what have we got, Chris? Well, we've got Cats over Sydney, uh, we've got the Dockers over the Blues, the Eagles over the Hawks, and as you've just heard, the Lions over the Kangaroos. So next week, uh, we'll be coming back to look at uh, round two, where our, uh, our uh, round one winners will face off again. And uh, I'm sure it'll be, once again, some in-depth, uh, very detailed analysis of these matchups. Yeah, it will be. And uh, we may even talk about some football. Uh, uh, we're going to see if we can get along to see a bit of the preseason this week and yeah. talk about what a NAB challenge is. I think it's where you walk into the bank and they say, what are you doing here? That's, that's about right. I, all those having business before this honourable bank speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> draw, right. nigh, draw nigh and they shall be heard. Well, thank you very much, listeners. It's great to be back. The worst of the, of the AFL season is yet to come. Uh, we'll hope mm. you'll be there with us. We hope we'll be there with you. See you, see you next week. See you next week. Play the West Coast Eagles theme song. <laughs>